This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. We're going to talk about what is perhaps the most controversial film of the year and one of the most acclaimed, the documentary Capturing the Freedmans. <sighs> well, this is, um, this is private, so if, you don't, if you're not me, then you really shouldn't be watching this because this is supposed to be a private situation between me and me. It's between me now and me in the future. So turn it off. Don't watch this. This is private. That's just one of the home videos we see in Capturing the Freedmans. These private videos don't show anything salacious. They document a family coming apart. In 1987, Arnold Friedman, the father in the family and a retired award-winning school teacher, was arrested and accused of sexually molesting children in the computer classes he taught in his home. 18-year-old Jesse Friedman, the youngest of Arnold's three sons, was also accused of molesting the students. Even though they both maintained their innocence, they feel they would be convicted, so they pleaded guilty in the hopes of getting shorter sentences. Arnold Friedman committed suicide in prison. Jesse was released in 2001 after serving 13 years. Although Arnold Friedman said he never molested his students, he did secretly collect pedophile literature. Capturing the Freedmans documents how the family reacted to that discovery and to the criminal charges. In addition to seeing the Freedmans' home videos, we see interviews with the family and interviews with detectives, lawyers, and the judge involved in the case. No one seems to agree on what really happened. My guest is the film's director, Andrew Jarecki. It's his first film. He founded Movie Phone, which he sold to, sold to AOL in 1999 for $388 million. Capturing the Freedmans isn't the film Jarecki set out to make. He intended to make a documentary about the oldest Freedman's son, David, and his career as a popular clown at children's parties in New York. What was the turning point for you when you realized that the story, the way you te were telling it, was only just a fraction of what the real story was and that there was a, a much darker story underneath that? Well, there's a moment in the film early on when you see David Friedman uh, sitting on the steps of his, uh, of, his, of his boyhood home. And I had brought him there because I felt that the stories that he was telling me about his family were these kind of neatly packaged uh, stories that didn't really go anywhere. And um, uh, knowing what I know about families and how screwed up they often are, it seemed to me implausible. Um, and I said to him, uh, well, you know, why don't we go back to your... Uh, to your to your house where you were a kid and he said no we don't really need to do that and I said no no let's do that and so we went back and I, I seat him on the steps of his boyhood home and he gives me sort of the same routine for a while um, and I said that's really it and he said yeah that's pretty much it my father was a great guy and my mother is crazy and you know my brothers were wonderful and I